Welcome to 10 Minutes Together, the 10 minute show that's rarely 10 minutes. <laughs> so I've been talking about, especially this last episode, I'm still, I'm still hung on this, but the, the idea of this, these biblical stories giving explicit detail to the to where a person is looking as corresponding to their next action and all of this centering on this idea of a, of a hierarchy of being or an order of existence a, a, a greatest good at the top and the the harshest chaos at the bottom and humanity um exemplifying a creature who has the ability to manifest within themselves whatever they're giving their attention to, whatever stage of that hierarchy they're giving attention. And thinking, so we've, we have the Cain and Abel story on our mind. Let's think about Adam and Eve. So Eve is... Eve is corrupted by a snake. A snake is both located on the ground, uh, but the snake is also associated with the beasts, and the, and the beasts are not humans. They are not tasked with the same responsibilities that Adam and Eve have been given from God. They are considered in need of taming. Right. So in that in that idea, the snake, insofar as it is beastly, is lower on the rung of hierarchies of existence. So for Eve to be consulting with a snake with regard to what is or isn't good for herself is the biblical story saying her eyes were taken away from the highest good and were now focused beneath her on the beastly creatures. And this obviously leads to death for them. Uh, in the Cain and Abel story, you have Cain feeling, uh, in, in my translation, wrath. Uh, that God looked on Abel's offering and not on Cain's offering. So Cain was mad about this, and his face had fallen. His face had fallen into his gaze, his attention had fallen from the highest things and was now focused on the lower things, things beneath him, things like the beast of sin that's crouching outside of his door that God warns him about, that if he does not subdue it, it will have him, and it takes Cain, and Cain becomes like the beast that was waiting for him, and he kills his own brother. Another instance of this up-down situation, it, you, you see this happen. Here, here's the other detail. You see this detailed most in the moment a person has what uh, Tim Mackey from the Bible Project would call the tree of testing. So you're, you're coming to this sort of ultimate moment of decision 
For Eve, it was at the tree. Do I eat the fruit or do I not eat the fruit? For Cain, it was do I kill my brother or do I support my brother? Fail, fail. David, here's a, here's another example. David uh, wakes up in his palace and goes to the roof to examine his city and sees Bathsheba naked bathing. He's looking down from his roof and becomes like the, the beasts that are lower, that are beneath him on this hierarchy of being. It is when he pulls his attention from the highest things and begins to give his attention to the lower things at his moment of testing that he fails. Right? He takes Bathsheba for himself, has sex with her, impregnates her, and then kills her husband. This is this is heinous crime. This is this is terrible. Maybe the ultimate version kind of example of what it means to become beastly is in Daniel chapter 4 when Nebuchadnezzar becomes like a beast on his hands and knees grazing like a cow. It is the what results when a person who is made to have their attention focus on the highest order of being for the purpose of creating a union between the divine and human, right? Living up to, this is this idea of theosis in the Eastern Christian traditions. This idea of humanity is designed to embody the divine logos. We are made to rise above the creation in order to rule over it. It is when your attention is given to the things beneath that highest order that you become like the beasts that need the taming. Eve does it. Adam does it. Cain does it. Uh, Moses does it. Uh, the people of Israel do it. Uh, collectively in the wilderness, David does it. Jesus, what does he do? Now I've I when I had this epiphany like I said when I had this thought of what is the meaning of this looking up and down what is this hierarchy of being what does that mean for us where is it and and then and then not only that but like where is Jesus spoken of in the New Testament uh, uh, within the same motif of like the recognition of my gaze, my attention, my focus to be on the highest good, the God, God, the the essence of beauty and goodness and truth and love and peace, pulling my attention there forms me into this divine human union. Where does that come out? And I found it. I found it. I feel like this validates my my feelings all all the while like of what what was being said. Here's John 17. Jesus is approaching his tree of testing, right? He's approaching his tree of testing. He's telling he's he's told his disciples what is coming. They clearly don't quite understand. Jesus knows what's coming. He knows his tree is literally the wood of the cross, the tree is coming to test him, to test his actual allegiance, to test where his attention has been focused. 
And this is what he says before he gives one of the most beautiful prayers in all of the Bible. It's John 17. I'll let you go back and read the prayer, but here's what it says. John 16, at the end of the chapter, Jesus says this to his disciples. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good courage. I have overcome the world. And then it says this. These things Jesus spoke. And then lifting up his eyes to heaven, he says, Father, the hour has come. And then he goes into his prayer. This is Jesus approaching his moment of testing and making the decision not to pull his attention to what is beneath him, but to continue gazing into the heavens. Right? And this is, again, this is not, this is not a physical He's not, this, this is all in this hierarchy of being motif. This is in this idea that there's a reality that exists that we can experience, that goodness and truth and beauty are real things that we can experience, but they are immaterial. They are transcendent. They are beyond. They are the essence of creator, of God. They are the, the one who, they are evidence of the one who loves us that he is there. He gives his attention to that. And it is Jesus who demonstrates for us what it means to be tempted by the things beneath us and yet not let your gaze be drawn away from the way of the Lord. Powerful. Powerful. Focusing on the good, focusing on love in your moment of testing is the way of righteousness. Wow. We pretty much hit 10 minutes on the head. What a congratulations. We did it. 10 minutes. Hey, I hope you have a great day.